Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent, Paging Dr. Douchebag, Crash Gladys, Getting Crash Position, and Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Happy 4th of July weekend, Freak Nation. Enjoy the special edition of Speed Freaks happening right now. It was another busy motorsports weekend, Freak Nation. Thank you guys for hanging out. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Lucas Oil Studios, Speed Freaks Pits coming up on a 21-year-old birthday for the Holy Freak cow. Nation. Is that two weeks from now? That's two freaking yeah. weeks from now. 25th. We can drink. We can do it, man. We can drink. How are you doing there, Freak Nation? Play ball with us. At Speed Freaks on Twitter, of course, Facebook, Instagram, we're there for you. The website, speedfreaks.tv. Kyle Larson, in about 10 minutes, he'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Of course, your winner from Sonoma and Charlotte, Kyle Larson, will be here in the Freak Nation. The uh, Tony Stewart-Ray Evernham endeavor went off last night. We'll get to that. Also coming up in the show, Emily Reeves. If you had a chance to see her show on YouTube, about 200,000 followers on the Flying Sparks Garage. She and her husband have created uh, quite the conglomerate of car repair. It's a great show. Uh, she'll be joining us this hour. And boat. And right. don't they even venture into motorcycle? You name it. If it has a motor or if it's... No, no. Take that away. If it's interesting, they talk about it on their YouTube channel. It's it, Also, I'm going to tease. She has some surprises coming up, too. Bro. They've got an airplane. They fly around. Well, that, I knew there was something else. A couple of them. Yeah. Airplane shows, yeah. boat shows, car shows, you name it. So Flying Sparks Garage, we'll talk with Emily Reeves, and I think her husband's going to chime in. Uh, is, there ta- is there vacationing up in Arkansas on a boat? Some damn lake up there. I'm on a boat. Now, speaking of, I-, I had a busy day today. Lucas Oil, uh, part of the Kentucky Drag Boat Association at Lucas Oil Speedway in Wheatland, Missouri. Been hanging out there all day. Covering- speaking of boats. That's what I said. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. what I said. Okay, yeah. uh, covering boats that go 200 miles an hour in about 1,000 feet. That's right. Was so, it a safe weekend? Yes. No accidents oh, in the sportsman good. classes good. or the pro classes. So that was big time. So that tells you I haven't had a whole lot of uh, visuals of what happened in today's second IndyCar race. Dude. Right? Dude. <laughs> a, a, little bit, a little bit better than what we saw in the first round. In Detroit yesterday, Crasher? Okay, well, better if you if you do not like red flags. Yesterday was littered with them. So today, no, you're right, no red flags. Yes, there were some serious crashes again today, but, uh, oh, my gosh, we had a repeat winner. Mm. What? How about what? that? The repeat winner, though? So there's one oil company that has had repeat wins this year in IndyCar. Huh. Who is? Oh, my gosh, it's Lucas Oil. Bam. It works. Yes, it does. So, Crasher will give the latest on what happened in round two. Well, actually, both rounds of the Detroit Grand Prix. Will Power making some noise yesterday. (laughs) Dropped out three letters that not a whole lot of people knew what ECU stood for. Electronics Control Unit. Right. Okay, so with the red flags, every time you close down an IndyCar, you close down any car, especially a race car, a race boat, a race anything, Things are heated, and just to fire them back up is not the easiest thing in the world, especially if the red flag is a relatively short duration. 
That's what happened to Will Power. He was leading race one yesterday, and no, with just a few laps to go, he did not end up winning race number one, and it's because of his ECU burning out. We thought Angry Birds, number two, 2.0, was going to come out, but they didn't. Ah, right, the Double Birds. Double Birds, Angry Birds, whatever you want to call it. Angry Double Birds. Angry Double Birds. Will Power flipping off race control a la New Hampshire. Gee, what year was that? 2010-ish? So, yeah, that did not happen in Detroit. Race control was spared of the middle finger, but he did have a few choice words for them. But did he calm down today? He did, but unfortunately he did not snag redemption like he thought he was going to. Oh, actually, Penske in general did not snag redemption. I don't, I don't want to give away my news and notes, but let's put it this way. Roger Penske, the promoter of the Detroit Grand Prix, should have won both IndyCar races, one with Will Power mm-hmm. and two with Joseph Newgarden. Neither one of those happened. NASCAR All-Star Race going on as we speak from Texas Motor Speedway. And when you look at what they're doing with the All-Star Weekend, a lot of money on the line, a lot of craziness to get into the final All-Star Race or to get into the final race for the NASCAR All-Star at Texas Motor Speedway. We'll get get into that a little bit. Again, Ray Evernham, Tony Stewart, their uh, SRX Racing Series last night debut and hometown boy, I, I'm giving up all of your pit news and notes, aren't I? You're trying to, and I'm not letting you. But I will say that, <laughs> and this is no knock on Doug Kobe, no knock on him whatsoever. Okay. But it is called the Superstar Racing Experience, hence the initials SRX. And Doug Kobe comes out with the inaugural win of the Superstars Racing Experience. All right. Aren't a lot of people around the country going, who? What? Huh? Who? Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes coming up, and Kyle Larson before we reset with the affiliates. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. More affiliates joining the Freak Nation. Six past the hour. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Statman, thank you guys for hanging out. Coming up in about six minutes, Kyle Larson won himself Charlotte, of course won Sonoma. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. But first, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes, brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Summer is a-coming. Make sure you have new General Tires on that truck, that sedan, that sports car. Don't believe me? Check it out. At GeneralTire.com, they have the tire for your ride. That's GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Well, as we speak, the NASCAR All-Star Race is going off deep in the heart of Texas, but fans have already witnessed a Truck Series win from John Hunter Nemechek and an Xfinity win by the man, Xfinity man, I should say, Kyle Busch. Suffice it to say, the Detroit Grand Prix was an incredible comeback weekend. Remember, this race was canceled due to the pandemic in 2020, so racing-starved fans in the Motor City were dying for some action. And, well, action they got. First up was IndyCar's race one of the doubleheader, and it was all sorts of whack. Two red flags later, and fortunately, two drivers coming out of their crashes relatively unscathed, Felix Rosenquist and Romain Grosjean. Then one arguable screwing of race leader Will Power. Hello, burned up ECU. Arguable what? Screwing. Okay. Just saying. His exact words quoted in his post-race press conference, just FYI. But we had yet another new winner on the season in Marcus Erickson. Of course, Erickson driving for Chip Ganassi, and we all know Ganassi likes winners. So his day was not yet over. Chip sullied again 
Later, in the Belle Isle Fountain, when his sports car duo, Kevin Magnuson and Renger Vanderzandy, crossed the stripe first in the IMSA Detroit Grand Prix sports car race. Dude. IndyCar's race two on Sunday looked to be a dominant win for yet another unique winner for the season. Would we have eight winners in eight different races by Penske's Joseph Newgarden? No. Romain Grosjean suffered yet another late race DNF, allowing Pato Award to show his strength when the flags went green again as he cruised past first Colton Herta and then beyond Newgarden to take the win, his second on the season with Lucas Oil on board. Kyle Kirkwood won twice for Andretti in Indy Lights. Billy Torrance mastered qualifying and clearly had the car to beat in top fuel over the weekend, but a bit of starting line luck is what granted him the New England Nationals win in NHRA over Mike Salinas, who was quicker and faster in the final round. In Funny Car, the final came down to the boy and his father, John Force, beating his son-in-law for his 153rd rally. Wally, I should say. Aaron Stanfield taking the win in Pro Stock. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. It's called a tune-up in a bottle for a good reason. One little bottle added to every tank of fuel will do the work of a team of mechanics. The powerful combination of oils and additives in Lucas Fuel Treatment cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system while increasing power and fuel economy because it's burning excess exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is the best and simplest way to get your vehicle to perform at its peak and keep the army of mechanics away a little longer. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Tasha, did you know Geico could save you hundreds on car insurance and a whole lot more? So what are you waiting for? Hip-hop group tag team to help you plan dessert? Ah, uh, fresh vanilla, rocky road, chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough. Scoop this, scoop this, scoop this, scoop this, scoop shakalaka, 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 Geico, switch today and see all the ways you could save. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil, it works. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil 8 Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fixed 24-7, 365. <laughs> Your soap is... Ugh. And your body wash is a synthetic detergent. But you're not a dish. You're a man. Switch to Dr. Squatch Natural Soap for Men. For men who build things. Open pickle jars on the first try. Slay dragons. And let their daughters braid their hair. Men who like to feel good and smell... 
titillating. Dr. Squatch takes you places you never thought you'd go. Naked. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. What's up, Freak Nation? It's a special July 4th weekend edition of Speed Freaks tonight with Statman, Crash Gladys, and Kenny Sargent. Coming up, the hottest name in motorsports, Kyle Larson. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. Emily Reeves from Flying Sparks Garage YouTube show. She'll be here. And what's more red, white, and blue than an Unser here in the Freak Nation? We've got a freaking flashback with Bobby Unser coming up. But first, the hottest name in motorsports has got to be Kyle Larson. We caught up with him a couple of weeks ago, right in the middle of his winning hot streak. And since then, he certainly hasn't cooled off, right? Kyle Larson, right now, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Kyle, talking about the dirt late models, we've asked you this before, and I don't know if you got in trouble from this, where we said if it paid the same to run on dirt, would you, and you had to make a choice between NASCAR and dirt racing. I mean, you had the same living, same comfortability. Would you choose dirt racing over a NASCAR ride? I mean, it does, like, it honestly, I think everybody asks me that question because they, they expect a certain answer, but it doesn't matter to me. Um, you know, I just, I love racing. It doesn't matter what type of car I'm racing or, or what. As long as I'm in a race car, I'm happy. So uh, it, it doesn't matter to me. I like how you looked over your shoulder. Sorry, Kenny. I like how you looked over your shoulder. Is your wife right there? Like, well, honey, is it okay if I do dirt if it pays the same? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got to do a lot of it last year, and it's it's time-consuming for sure. So she probably enjoys not time dirt racing. (laughs) What what I haven't followed that up with, Kyle Larson here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Soul Studios, is when did that love for racing happen? And, And let me follow that up with, me being a soccer player back in the day, I loved playing soccer, but there was a time when I loved playing soccer. Then there was a time that I got burnt out on it because I was playing so damn much. Does it get to that point for you where I just need to take a freaking break? Um, I think I think as long as you're winning and or contending and being competitive, then it's fun. Um, you know, there's been you know a couple times and a couple stretches where. Yeah, I've gone a few weeks with struggling. You're like, oh, I just need a, I just need a break. I just need to get my mind away from racing, but you can't. Um, but you know, for the most part, I, I love racing, and um, and I've loved it since I started. So, and I and I love being busy with it too. You know, I, I feel like times when I'm at home, not doing anything, I'm honestly bored, <laughs> and probably, you know, find myself in more trouble than, than if I was just at a racetrack in a race car, so, um, but no, I, I, I love doing it, I especially love getting back to doing the dirt stuff, because I don't get to do it as much as I used to, um, so it's cool to just be around these fans, and, um, you know, Caitlin, we have a merchandise trailer here, so she really enjoys, you know, doing that part of it, and selling, selling t-shirts and stuff, so it, it's, it's a lot of fun. Do your kids help with the sales as well? <laughs> They're not here this weekend, but um, I think if anything, they probably get in the way of her selling. So uh, I would say they don't help. But um, Owen's pretty popular, so maybe maybe he yeah. uh, maybe he attracts some people there. Yeah, between all the racetracks, he's. I mean, Kyle, you're going to be at the top of the list for a very long time. But 
it is right now Owen that is stealing some headlines on social media every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He, uh, like I said, he's popular. I think, I think just him, you know, and, and the victory lane stuff and getting on the wing or you know, now that he's doing his own racing and stuff. It's, uh, it's cool. He, 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 uh, he'll joke with me every now and then too. Like, dad, I'm more famous than you. Oh. And, uh, I think that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, them's fighting words. So, okay. Yeah, no, you and it. Owen, you and Owen in a drag race who wins a drag race. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably him, since he's lighter than me. A lot lighter. <laughs> he's not afraid to stand on the gas either. Would you let him win? Oh, no, for sure. I, I, I never let him win. <laughs> I want him to learn what disappointment's like at a, at a young age so he can deal with it and, and uh, get over it quickly. Kyle Larson, when you were racing uh, the cup race at Sonoma, you said some interesting things about leave me alone. I'm in the car. I don't care what's going on outside. I just want to drive. Does that help you get that feeling amplified when you're in a dirt car? Um, I don't, I mean, as far like, I think what you're talking about is after the first stage, they were kind of asking me about the strategy and stuff that we were on and I didn't know. And, and I don't really care. <laughs> I just kind of just drive and, the less stuff I have to worry about, the the more I can focus on my job of just driving and hitting my marks and stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess in a dirt car, you don't have people in your ear and stuff, you know, talking to you so you can focus a little bit better. But, um, yeah, I, I just try and stay out of – I mean, I, I like to listen, you know, before the race and stuff. But once I'm in the race, I kind of forget about it all and pit when they tell me to pit. <laughs> You were out of the dirt car for a long time, and then last year you got a chance to reacquaint yourself with that love. Uh, Were you surprised that you were uh, as pleased and as successful as you were when you got back in the car? Uh, Well, I've never fully been out of of a dirt car. Um, Once I started NASCAR racing, it kind of – I did less of it, but I still would race probably – 30 times a year, which is, you know, almost the length of a cup season. But, you know, last year uh, I got to run, you know, over 90 races and uh, we won about half of them. So it was good to just get, uh, get kind of in a rhythm and in a momentum of, of racing, you know, sprint cars and stuff and, and having success and proving to myself that I could do it if I really, if I really was committed to it um, and be super successful. But, um, yeah, and then this year has been good, too. You know, I, I've raced – I'm racing the full cup season and um, still, you know, going to run probably 50 to 60 dirt races. You race so many different kinds of cars, like we were just talking about. So what are you like behind the wheel on a highway? Like, what is Kyle Larson – will you try to get out of a ticket? Have you ever had a ticket? Do you have numerous tickets? Who are you behind the wheel on the regular road? You better say yes, Larson. <laughs> I think that's probably a better question for my wife who rides you know, shotgun <laughs> with me. But, um, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like, I mean, I don't go the speed limit, but I'm not I'm not <laughs> out there like the fastest car on the road. I, you know, I, I typically set the cruise at about four to seven miles an hour over the speed limit. And um, I definitely have had my fair share of speeding tickets for sure. Um, and I never, I never try and talk myself out of it at all. Um, <laughs> usually I'm just 
super cooperative and try to be the nice guy, hoping that it, it gets me out um, of a ticket, but it usually doesn't work. Has the highway patrol, when they get up to the car and say license and registration, has the officer looked at you and said, whoa, I know you. Uh, does that mean that you get off easier or what? Tell us what that experience is like. <laughs> I don't. Not that I know of off the top of my head. I don't think that's really happened to me before. Um, maybe once, uh, I think, around home. And I might, I might have got let go. <laughs> but <laughs> funny story, actually, speaking of that stuff. Um, so this year I won the Chili Bowl and came home. And uh, Dr. Lynn, she's the chiropractor for, like, a lot of the NASCAR teams and stuff. And... She's married to a sheriff, which I had never met him before, but um, I was leaving a buddy's race shop middle of the day and uh, driving back to my place, which was only like a mile and a half away. And uh, the sheriff was I was going like, you know, under the speed limit. So I was like, well, I'm just going to roll by him, go in the speed limit. Well, he, he, uh, I think he recognized me, obviously. So he pulled me over and I'm like, man, what am I like? I was excited to get pulled. I'm like, because what is he possibly pulling me over for? You know, I was going the speed limit, but I passed him. <laughs> so I, I, you know, roll the window down and he's like, you know, sir, um, yeah, I'm pulling you over um, for, for robbery. <laughs> stealing, stealing all the, everybody's money out there in Tulsa. Uh, yes. so I started dying laughing. He's like, oh yeah, I'm Dr. Lynn's husband, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, no, that was, that was cool, but. Um, yeah, that was that was definitely funny. <laughs> Kyle Larson here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios. And Kyle, this might be a tough answer for you, but the improvement in your racing from Ganassi to Hendrick is immeasurable. It's incredible what you've been able to do, whether it's race wins or top fives or top ten finishes. What's been the big damn difference? I mean, I know you can't bag on Ganassi, but come on, man. It's, it's obvious something's different, buddy. Yeah, I mean, I think, <clears throat> listen, when I was at Ganassi, we outran Hendrick a lot. So <laughs> I think I think in these last probably four or five years, they've worked really, really hard to, you know, because they're, I mean, obviously Hendrick has high standards and, and there for a little bit, they, they weren't very great um, by any means. So, you know, I think they dug down deep and went to work really hard and have gotten <clears throat> the race cars a lot better and um pit crews better it seems uh from what i what i hear of you know, last year and stuff so it's uh it's fun for sure you know being in a, in a great race car and being able to go out there and kind of control the races and you know, run your own pace and not have to overdrive to try and make up for things and stuff like that so um they just have amazing people working there you know mr h is a great owner a great leader and and i think everybody loves working for him too so I think that's what, you know, they have that attitude. Uh, it really helps the performance of the race cars. So it's been fun to go out there and um, compete for wins against my teammates here these last, you know, four weeks. And, um, you know, hopefully we can continue to, to bring that speed to the racetrack. Kyle, whether it's one of the mile-and-a-half ovals or – regardless, if it's an oval versus a road course, is it – Easier to puff your chest out when you win a freaking road course versus an oval like you did at uh, Sonoma? I don't know. I mean, 
<clears throat> I don't feel like you're on the type to puff my chest out any ever, <laughs> but um, I think it, I think it's really cool that we were able to go out there and win on a road course because there's a lot more of them this year. And, you know, Chase and Martin have been so dominant on them that, uh, you know, now kind of add my name to that. Uh, hopefully, you know, it's just one, it's just one race that I've won though on a road course. So, you know, hopefully when we go to road America or whatever, it might be the next one. Hopefully we have speed again and can contend, but, um, no, it's, it's good to know that I've got a shot to win probably at every type of racetrack right now, I think is the, the greatest thing for us. So what's left for Kyle Larson then? I mean, clearly you've got a lot of racing left and I would assume the championship is, is definitely on the bucket list. But you've said in the past, and you've had opportunities for the Indy 500, are we going to see you, when Kenny brought up Ganassi, it kind of made me think, wait a minute, are we going to ever get a chance to see you maybe back with Ganassi at the 500? Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've, it's something that I, I want to do, but it's not like a super big priority to me right Got now. Um, you know, I'm so busy with all the racing that I do, I think to really go to the Indy 500 and, and put in, to be able to put in the time and the effort, it takes a lot of time and effort. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've had opportunities probably these last three or four years to do it. It's just timing hasn't worked out and I haven't you know, kind of scheduling conflicts or whatever it may be. I haven't been able to do it. So, um, maybe it'll work out someday, but, uh, like I said, it's not like a super big priority to me right now, but you know, never say never. Never, never. Kyle Larson, we talked to Billy Venturini uh, last week, and he mentioned your name as coming up through the Toyota downline, and they didn't have room for you at Toyota. You remember those days? Uh, and do you think that you'd have been happy with Toyota? You spent so much time with Chevrolet now. I mean, I yeah, everything happens for a reason. So, um, and, and honestly, I think it – my career probably benefited a lot from Toyota not at the time being able to to move me up the ladder. Um, but yeah, so 2011, I raced for Keith Coons and their midget program, and uh, it was backed by Toyota. And I remember them taking me to like Chicagoland Speedway and meet with a bunch of different teams and stuff. And you know, all those teams needed money, obviously, and um, I was kind of a nobody at that point. Um, but Toyota wasn't willing to, at that point, you know, step up and have like a driver development program really past what they were doing for Keith Coons. So then, yeah, I, I signed with Chip Ganassi later that year. And that was a Chevrolet team. And I think, you know, instantly Toyota was like, crap, <laughs> we just missed out. We just missed out on somebody. Yeah. And we're not going to let that happen ever again. So, you know, since then they've, they've really stepped up their driver development program. Um, and it's cool to see what they do. You know, Christopher Bell would have been the next guy after me who kind of was just like me. And, you know, we see where he's at today, but you, know, I think, I, I don't know if I would be where I'm at today had they, you know, inched me up the ranks. So I, I'm very thankful for Chevrolet and Chip Ganassi and, and all the people since then that have got me to where I'm at now with you know, Hendrick Motorsports. So, um, like I said, everything happens for a reason. And, and I think Toyota has benefited from me also, you know, not uh, from them not being able to, to move me up. Wow. Wow. 
one more question, a follow-up from a little earlier when you talked about the growth of Hendrick. Hendrick was down for a while, and people were starting to say some dismissive things of the program, and now they've come back so far. Is that because of Chevrolet putting money into the program and helping with engineering, or did Hendrick just get the right group of drivers and they've helped each other and the teams have just stepped up to improve the programs there? Yeah, I, I'm not really sure. You know, it's only my, I've only been with Hendrick now like six months. So um, I can't really speak on where they were at before and what they're doing now and, and you know, what they're doing more of, but I'm sure it's just a combination of a lot of things. I think Chevrolet has definitely had a big part in it. I think, you know, the engineering at Chevrolet and, and at Hendrick Motorsports and, and the, you know, engine alliance now with ECR and stuff. Uh, I just think there's a, a big combination of a lot of things and a lot of hard work by a lot of people to get the cars where they're at today. So um, I'm fortunate to be on, you know, in the driver's seat of that and get to be the guy to hold the wheel and um, have fun on the weekends. Hey, Larson, hold up your left wrist again. My pit pass. <laughs> what the hell? Do you, why do you have a pit pass? You're freaking Kyle Larson, bro. You just want Sonoma. Don't you walk up and say, I don't need a pit pass, And Charlotte. Bro. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just as normal as everybody. So, four-day, little four-day pit pass here at Eldora. <laughs> we, listen, Again, he is Owen's dad. So, he still needs the signatory piece to prove that. Yeah. Again, when I was jamming a mic in your face in Northern California when you're 15 years old, I couldn't get you to say six freaking words. But now you, you've won all these damn races. You don't need a damn pit pass, Larson. <laughs> no, they're they're pretty strict here, so everybody's definitely got to have a pit pass. No, no riding scooters. The guy at the gate, he's he's difficult. But uh, like I said, I'm I'm normal, just like everybody. <laughs> That's Tony. Tony Stewart does not allow scooters at Eldora. <laughs> I, Tony probably, you know, he's got a lot more on his plate here working the track and stuff to worry about that stuff. That's all that old man rides is a damn scooter, Larson. That's all, all he can. That's, he's that, on a his... tractor a lot. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, Larson, it's always fantastic when you roll in the Freak Nation, Lucas Hole Studios, buddy. Good luck this weekend. Uh, we hope to get you back in after another big win, buddy. Yeah, thank you. You got awesome. it. See you, man. See ya. See ya. This week, the Freaks talked with a young Indian driver, Yuvan Sandewarmuthi, who's winning races and leading the championship in the USF 2000 Road to Indy program. It won't be 19 until February. Wow. Yuvan's leading a very tight race for the championship in the entry-level series. A championship, though, gives him a $400,000 stake as he travels the road to Indy. That's a lot of necessary funds to get some help in his career. What pleased me, though, was learning that this Asian driver who speaks three languages, hasn't experienced some of the ugliness that's been meted out to other Asians in the past 18 or so months here in America. We learned of some questionable behavior in NASCAR last year against Cup driver Darrell Wallace. Makes me feel good that questionable racial behavior isn't always present in the motor racing community. Maybe the racing world is growing up. I hope so. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. So, how can I promote my new curbside pickup service? It's possible with Staples Connect. I need custom floor decals that'll get noticed, not just walked on. 
also possible. Staples Connect can help your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. Now get $10 off signs, banners, or posters when you spend $50 or more. Explore what's new at your local Staples. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. N73, valid in store and online. Visit staples.com slash signage for details. If the pandemic's taught us anything, it's that the easiest way for germs to get into your body is the nose. We all know how to wash our hands, but how do you clean your nose? For over 2 million Americans, the answer is Navage Nasal Care. Navage uses powered suction to flush out allergens, mucus, and germs that cause congestion, colds, and flu so you can breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier. Better yet, Navage is all natural and drug-free. That's why one of America's top respiratory hospitals recommends nasal irrigation to stay healthy, explaining that bacteria and viruses thrive in warm and moist environments and that you can wash away those germs so they don't make your nose their home. Experience Navage at zero risk. Go to Navage.com, buy Navage, and use it for a month. If you're not delighted, return it for a full refund. There's nothing to lose and a lifetime of better breathing to gain. Also available at Target, Walgreens, CVS, Bed Bath, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Welcome to our field of dreams. Are you ready to have the best night ever? Transcendence Theatre Company invites you to experience Broadway under the stars in wine country with their new live show, Road Trip. This musical adventure featuring themed songs from cities across the United States is Transcendence's first show back at beautiful Jack London State Historic Park. When was the last time you were in Nashville? Have you ever taken the kids to Orlando? Wouldn't it be glamorous to experience Hollywood's old school charm or a magical night on the town in New York City? Come sing along with your Broadway tour guides in this exciting musical expedition for the whole family. It's Transcendence Theatre Company's Road Trip, August 6th through the 29th. Get your tickets now at bestnightever.org. That's bestnightever.org. Bestnightever.org. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. So a friend told me about Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, and his exact words were, It changed my life. I used to spend a ridiculous amount of time trying to remove tomato sauce from inside our microwave and soap scum off the bathtub. It's like seriously magic and my secret weapon for cleaning the kitchen, bathroom, doors and walls, and even keeping my sneakers clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Greatest invention ever. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. The unicorn of cleaning. Happy Fourth of July weekend, Freak Nation from Statman, Crash Gladys, and yours truly, Kenny Sargent. Hope things have been popping. Now, back to more Speed Freaks. Attention, all you light truck and SUV owners who'd like to exceed the limits. General Tire has created a tough, extreme terrain General Grabber Tire for you. The Grabber brings race-winning technology to thrill-seekers planning their next extreme adventure. Whatever your journey, the Grabber will take you where you need to go. Because with General Tires, anywhere is possible. General Tire, the official tire of Speed Freaks. Back in the Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation, 20-plus years of doing this thing. And quickly, Statman, short segment, Kyle Larson, last segment. We have a young man uh, from India... Uh, his family's from India. Joining us next hour, uh, we'll talk to him. And you brought this up in your sketch. We'll talk to him about 
has he found any blowback from his Asian uh, background? Do you think Kyle Larson uh, has found any blowback, or has there been any blowback with Kyle Larson given his Japanese descent? I don't think so. I I think that Larson probably spends most of his life at a racetrack, and most people at a racetrack know him and know the pluses or minus of Kyle Larson. So I don't think there's any problem that he experiences. If he went to some urban areas where nobody knows him, uh, he, he might experience something. Although apparently, according to stuff on the news, that's kind of died down. But as soon as I say that, it will probably be an attack tonight. You just jinxed it, yes. Yeah, right. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for being a part of this thing. Coming up next, her name is Emily Reeves, part of Flying Sparks Garage. I don't know if you guys follow her on YouTube. She's got damn near 20,000 followers on a really cool YouTube show that she and her husband does. We'll tweet out the link at Speed Freaks to where you can hook up with the show. She joins us next from her boat on a lake in Arkansas. That's right. Emily Reeves, looking forward to this. She joins us next, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Transmissions are one of the most complicated and expensive components in your car or truck. Don't let leaks and low fluid make a bad situation even worse. Use Lucas Transmission Fix in your older car's transmission to stop slipping, hesitation, and rough shifting. Lucas Transmission Fix was specially formulated to make your automatic transmission perform like new, and it actually eliminates most leaks. It also works on light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shift your problem to Lucas Transmission Fix. Lucas Oil. It works. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil 8 Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. Your soap is... Ugh. And your body wash is a synthetic detergent. But you're not a dish. You're a man. Switch to Dr. Squatch Natural Soap for Men. For men who build things. Open pickle jars on the first try. Slay dragons. And let their daughters braid their hair. Men who like to feel good and smell... Titillating. Dr. Squatch takes you places you never thought you'd go. Naked. 
What up? It's Kenny Sargent, and have you checked out Speed Freaks' website lately? It's speedfreaks.tv, and it's where you go to download all of our radio shows and our featured podcasts. Plus, it's where you can register for a new set of rubbers from General Tire. Go to speedfreaks.tv, hit the General Tire giveaway banner, fill in all the needed information, and bam! You might get a call from the Freaks about rolling on a brand new set of General Tires. Leave the road and take the trails on a new set of General Tires. And our website at speedfreaks.tv. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. It's a special July 4th edition of Speed Freaks from the Lucas Oil Studios and the Speed Freaks Pits. Freak Nation, when you get a moment, go subscribe to this show on YouTube. It's called Flying Sparks Garage from Emily Reeves and her husband, Aaron Reeves, and almost 200,000 followers. They build cars together, and there's some drama that plays out. But regardless, two opposite-end personalities that make this thing work. So between Emily Reeves, her modeling career, and this crazy, awesome show that she's created on YouTube, I don't know where she finds the time, including right now, where you join us from where? Yeah, favorite lake is Lake Washita in Arkansas. We've Perfect. come here, well, my whole life. And then when Aaron and I got together, he's been coming now 20 years. So that cabin cruiser this time last year was awesome because now we can go and just go to any little cove and stay in our little boat. It's awesome. Oh, my gosh. So you've only had a boat one year. Yeah, well, so we bought it this time last year. So we've had it coming up on a year. Emily, I will say COVID was probably the first opportunity to buy a boat. Yeah, we've always had boats, but um, the dude that owned this boat before us uh, managed a local marina, and Aaron had told him that we were looking for a cabin cruiser, a project, and he had one, and he actually took his family out on it, and then he broke it, and he was super pissed off, and he called Aaron, he was like, come get this piece of... <laughs> and uh, so beautiful. he sold us the trailer and the boat for five grand. So, what? yeah, it, it's nuts. Of course, we made an episode about it, and that episode was the first one to, that we've ever had reach a million views, and it just did amazing. And so we've we've done a lot more marine content since. <laughs> turns out people really like boats. So where's the boat from here? So we're in a little town called Mount Ida that is right. about 15 minutes from the marina um, where we were staying. We stayed in a marina for a couple of nights because there was going to be some thunderstorms and it ended up just being heavy rain, but we had never experienced the marina life where we have like shore power and water hookups. It's kind of like an RV spot for a boat. <laughs> and that was awesome. And we uh, made friends with all the local marina people and they were real sweet. So they're sad that we're checking out today. They're like, y'all are going to come back, right? We're like, yeah, this was pretty good. So you're, you're, you're out of here today? Well, we're going to check out of the marina, but I think we probably won't go home until the weekend. The weather's Uh, just getting pretty again, so we really love just going and finding uh, beautiful coves to stay in. The lake that that we're on is owned by the Corps of Engineers, so it's a completely non-residential lake. So there's no houses on it. You can camp wherever you want to camp on the lake, um, on any of the islands, any of the shorelines, and it's badass. So. Um, you know, it's surrounded by the Ozark mountains and it's deep and clear and usually very, very calm because of it being blocked by the wind from the mountains. So it's a great spot. (laughs) I'm jealous. 
So how does a family outside of Dallas end up in freaking Arkansas? I understand your husband and so forth, but there's so many damn lakes the north of Dallas and up in Oklahoma. Why do you go over there and spend your money in freaking Arkansas when you should be spending your money in Texas? You know what? I wouldn't spend my money in Oklahoma either. Hey, you know what? We spend plenty of money in Texas. The The reason that we go to Lake Washita in Arkansas is my family has gone there since the 60s. Um, when my mom and her sisters were little girls, they would vacation at this exact lake, at this exact campground every year for 10 days. And so they've gone back since like 1967 every year for 10 days. So it's a really special place to us because of that. Uh, but my dad is actually from Arkansas, so um, it's not too far-fetched that my family would want to gather here. So, Emily Reeves, what's the story that I hear about you fixing an engine? Actually, something went wrong, and you stuck your hands down into the engine and fixed it? Well, I'm always getting my hands dirty. The question is whether I fix anything or not. Um, <laughs> but this time, uh, we were out cruising around, and we noticed that our voltage was going down and not coming back up when we'd rev the engine. It just seemed like the alternator was not working. So we put the trailer, uh, I mean, put the boat on the trailer and um, got all of the junk pulled off of the engine compartment cover so that we could check it out. And we pulled the alternator off. And as we were removing it, um, I found that the power wire was loose, the nut on the lug for the power wire. <laughs> And I'm like, well, that's probably affecting, you know, power to it and continuity and all that good stuff. So um, we still pulled the alternator off and went into town. And, of course, nobody had one in stock. So we just bought a big badass battery uh, to replace one of the batteries because we have two batteries. But we decided to get one big, huge battery so that we didn't have to worry about, you know, having enough power and took our original marine, you know, nice alternator back, put it on the boat tighten that power wire and <laughs> it's now working great so yes we did have a little casualty there but you know anything with mechanical elements is ugh, going to do that at times and the boat's old it's like a 98 model so um you know it's not a huge surprise to have little mechanical issues with it you're out on the boat you're having fun with family and here we are oh hey speed freaks want to do an interview with you how often, we always see you in the garage, how often do you get out to vacation, for crying out loud? Our content primarily for the last six years has been automotive. So we've worked really hard to create episodes weekly um, out in the shop. But from buying this boat, we've realized that our audience, and we've gained a whole other group of uh, folks that really enjoy marine stuff. So we've actually been doing more fun boating adventures, which honestly hasn't required much wrenching. We we replaced the outdrive when we first bought the boat, but we really hadn't worked on it other than changing the oil and freshening up the spark plugs. We've just been out enjoying it, cooking on it, taking our niece, you know, out. And, um, so that's been really fun. And honestly, when we first started the YouTube channel, we said, let's build a brand and build some following of folks that lo love what we love so that we can do more of what we love. So it's kind of like our life is a fun, you know, time. It's a lot, sorry, it's a lot of work creating all the content and editing and shooting video and managing and building all the social stuff. But it's kind of like, it's this balance of we get to do all this fun stuff for a living now. So you can't really complain about 
the uh, the work that it takes to maintain and build that. So we are very grateful. You mentioned something about your niece. Is she the cute curly head one that helps you cut metal? Yes, she is awesome. She's lives right next door and she is a gearhead for sure. She's already wanting her first car and to start building it. So we're like, well, tell your parents. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like the ideal aunt and uncle. How did this come about? I mean, this is perfect for you guys. <laughs> well, it's pretty funny because we, we've been married 14 years now. And we've said for a very, very long time that we want to adopt kids. Um, but it's kind of crazy because life just goes so fast. And I can't believe we've been married 14 years already. And we just, <laughs> we need to make the whole kid thing happen with adopting but our life just moves so fast and we've got our nieces and they're just so much fun. So I don't know how all that's going to unfold. We need to like make it happen and stop talking about it because we're in our mid thirties and it's like, gosh, 40 is approaching and that's a strange feeling and time just goes so dang fast. And so we'll see. It's, now, it's let me tell, tell you something though. Hold on. I was 41 when I had our only daughter. And I'm telling you, you get younger in your 40s because of kids. Good. I love hearing that. <laughs> Emily, you're on a boat. A boat is very romantic. Okay. Unless, unless you've got your hand stuck in an alternator or a regulator. Or a... I know. You don't have to tell me these things. I'm aware. <laughs> and she did say adoption. We know that paperwork can be a pain in the butt. We've looked into that. Woo, yeah. baby. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Was there a point, and I asked this because, again, working with Crasher for 20 years, is there was there a point when you said, this isn't going to work out? Our, our personalities are just too different to continue to do uh, this TV show from Flying Sparks. Well, I mean, we've had a lot of hard conversations where it, wrenching on stuff used to be unplugged time. Like, it was sort of uh, time mm -hmm. for Aaron. And now he's got to not only talk to me, but he's got to talk to the camera and tell the camera what he's doing. And, and not only that, but I've got to take 30 minutes to set up lights and set up a shot. And Oh, we need this angle. So let me set up another camera. And so by the time I get everything all set up, he's like, I'm so over this shit. I'm going in the house. Like, and <laughs> right. so it's like this whole thing of we're living our dream. We're getting to wrench on stuff and adventure for a living. But there's this whole backside of it, of the actual production side, capturing all of this, that is, is a lot of work. And it's a lot of mental preparation to be able to be yourself and be who we want to be together on camera whenever there's so much that leads up to it. You know, but if you're the, the point is, if you're living your life, right. And what I mean by right is, in accordance to the direction that you want to go, you're always going to be stretched and, and kind of in a learning sure. mode. So, so it, it has been difficult. And, and one of the really challenging things for me is I, I don't have a really good memory. And so I can do a lot of stuff, but it, it comes from like a basic foundation of understanding things. And if I can learn the underlying current of it, then I can do just about anything. What happens though is, when I get in a flow and get momentum going, that's when I really figure stuff out. So it's challenging for me to be on camera 
and then be trying to explain stuff to people that I've yet to learn myself because I would have figured that out through the flow process of, of doing it. So that, that's been really interesting and having to learn to kind of use another side of my brain and step back and, and kind of, I guess you'd say project out and figure out what I need to do before I actually get in there and do it. Have either of you, have either of you ever fired your spouse? (laughs) How how much longer on the lake for you guys? I think we'll probably leave this weekend. Yeah, we, we've been kind of working while we're out here. So Emily's got some, of course, go live. We've been shooting episodes the whole time. So we don't really have to go home aside from there's other projects just to mix it up. I actually have two more videos that I'm going to shoot for Continental. We started a new series called Emily Talks Tires. And it's really a fun series because the videos are very short, very basic tire info, but stuff that the average person needs to know. And it's, it's really been fun shooting that series and producing that for Continental. So I've got two more that I need to shoot for them. And so when we get home, probably early next week, I'll be shooting those and those will go into post-production and get those out to uh, Julia Continental. And they're, they're awesome. <laughs> right? so, yes, I love they that. are. Well, I, I think it's pointing towards we'll see each other again at SEMA for 2021. Yeah, I do believe so, right. y'all. We'll be there. It's that man, a funny part in the interview with Emily Rees from Flying Sparks Garage, a big YouTube show that she's got with Continental Tire, is I asked her and her husband if he's ever fired his wife from the show or if she's ever fired her husband. Uh, Statman, you may remember, you know, maybe a month, two months into Speed Freaks when we started this thing, uh, we fired Crash Gladys. You notice I said we. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> you you inserted we there so you could not be the bad guy all by yourself. Right. Yeah, funny how that works. I mean, strange stranger things have happened, I imagine, including Henley. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. You know, I mean, if you look at the, the production being the key to everything, then you do what's best for the production and worry about the repercussions later. Crash, what was the most difficult thing? Because we did what one or two shows. Oh, you only did you. one. No, you only did one. I heard was that it? show, and that was it. I came crawling back to your place and said, "Okay, let's talk." I know I messed up. <laughs> let's figure out how to make this work. I did not like hearing somebody else in the spot of Crash Gladys. No, 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 never again. Statman, I was out in twenty-one years. <laughs> That's all the way back to the blue jalopy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, when she had to open up the hood and turn the oh, yeah. distributor cap for it to start. Yeah, push it down a hill. That's when she she came by my place once, and thankfully she pushed it. It was down a hill, so she was able to <laughs> she was able to leave. Ah, <laughs> oh, my '82 Toyota Tercel with the license plate Crystal. The evolution of Crash Gladys prior to you, Crash, was interesting that uh, we had a few stand-ins prior to you, and you were in the running uh, with four or five other girls, and one of them was Eva Longoria. Well, hey, I guess uh, Eva Longoria went on to bigger and better things in, what was it, uh, Housewives of the Rich and Famous? Desperate Housewives. (laughs) Housewives of the Rich and Famous. I forgot about that. Wow. She went (laughs) through Freaks the Desperate Housewives. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> some interesting Speed Freaks trivia right there. And we, were, I, I was in a conversation yesterday, and we were talking about the evolution of Speed Freaks. And it's not strange to people now, but it was strange to people 
20 plus years ago when you have a black man, a woman, a comedian at the time that wasn't afraid afraid to just grill or, or roll people over the coals. And then me, who sometimes I'm not sure what comes out of my mouth. Uh, a lot of people second guessed us back then. But now it's like, I don't want to say we created an avenue stat, man, but we certainly created something for those to be able to jump on board and say how they feel or ask questions uh, that may have been tougher 20 years ago. They stopped, tried to stop us all over the place, wouldn't even let us use the term mod squad and motorsports. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they, they've tried all they could to stop us. And we kept going be 21 years at the end of this month. And coming up in the second hour of this July 4th edition of Speed Freaks from the Lucas Oil Studios, a big, fat, freaking salute to the legend Bobby Unser as we flash back with Bobby Unser. And singer, songwriter, actress, and now Washington Post op-ed writer, Macy Gray. We'll talk singing, we'll talk motherhood, and we'll also talk about the red, white, and blue American flag. Big second hour coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Sports Radio, redefined. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. 
I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Live on the Freak Radio Network. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined with Kenny Sargent, Crash Gladys, and Statman. What's up, Freak Nation? It's a special July 4th weekend edition of Speed Freaks tonight with Statman, Crash Gladys, and Kenny Sargent. Coming up, what's more red, white, and blue than an Unser here in the Freak Nation? We've got a freaking flashback with Bobby Unser coming up. Also, musician, singer, mom, many labels, Macy Gray will be joining us here in the Freak Nation on this July 4th edition of Speed Freaks. Top of the hour with your four-time Indy 500 champion, Elio Castroneves. I'm tired of all this old guy speak, Broham. I'm, I'm done. Are you already done with all this old guy talk? I'm done. I mean, I, I already said what I need to say. I think uh, that number four just proved what, uh, what we are here for. We're not here for to play games. We're here to uh, make things happen. Watching all of these former drivers, current drivers come up to you, when we do reach our age, trophies are cool, money's cool, but it's the respect of dudes and women we race against you gotta sleep good tonight knowing that those guys love you as much as they do look i this is a family business i mean even that it's everybody's competing against each other it's an incredible community racing is a tough sport there is a sad part there is the happy part obviously and um but as long we know each other for a long time with will i've been with him for over 10 years and uh with connor being here he's been here so many times mario my God, having him, um, you know, come and, and say congrats, it means I did something special. So when you have that kind of community, uh, I hope I make more friends than enemies, you know. But you got to admit, even the enemies got to say, okay, this is something special. And uh, I'm, 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 I feel blessed. You referenced something about Rick Mears earlier in your post-race press conference about how this is the first time he has not consulted you before the Indy 500. It didn't sink into you until after the race, so it couldn't have been that strange, huh? I don't know who asked the question. I'm like, wow, this is the first time I did on my own. Yeah. And I feel super proud of myself. Um, but I can't, I can't say I did them on my own. I obviously had an incredible group of people. But all these years that I've been with Penske, I mean, they, they raised me basically as a young kid and and until last year so it was time to fly alone uh, and i it just is just to prove that i can do that on my own 
Well, I was talking to your trainer just a little bit earlier, and so now that you've won four Indy 500s, do you ever have to do hollow holds again? I mean, that's your favorite thing in the gym. Oh, my God. I hope you eliminate that of my program. That is so brutal, but I wouldn't be able to do it. He's one of the guys that also very positive, and uh, it's great to have be surrounded by good people, and um, I'm so glad about that. Four-time Indy 500 champion, Alo Castroneves, joining us in the Lucas Oil Studios. What did Roger Pinsky say to you? I saw him come up to you, and it was like eye-to-eye contact. That was so cool. Um, uh, I, I, I thank him for this. He was so proud of me. Um, and first thing he said, like, let's go to, to, to the government. I was like, all right, okay. I, I got I to gotta say hello first. But uh, he's like, no, I know, I know. You know, RP, he's, he's an incredible man. I, I'm sure I'm going to have a good opportunity tonight to talk to him or later tomorrow. I, I can't thank them enough. Um, RP, Cindric. Cindric was <laughs> so special. I mean, again, they are family. I, I, I know them so long, and I, I'm so happy that... Um, my uh, my lifetime, I was able to spend with them with amazing corporation, and uh, wow, it's so uh, it's so cool. So you get four baby Borgs now. This one being your fourth, does this one go to your daughter? I don't think she understands how important <laughs> is this, right? So uh, let's see what we're gonna do. That's a good problem to have. We find yes, out what's happened. True. When did you know that you had the shot to win this thing? Don't tell me when you started the freaking car. No. I just did. Well, no, no. When did you when did you know that you had a legit shot to win this damn thing? I, I I'll be honest with you. Sunday, Sunday after qualifying, we practiced. And I'm like, man, the car is really good. Carburation, man, the car is really good. It's the same. That means different weathers, hot versus cold, car is still really good. When I make my first pass in the, in the turn one, jump from nine, eight to, I don't know, six, I guess. And I said, like, all right, car is really good. So <laughs> it, you're saying, like, what did you know? It was a build-up scenario that is making my... Then I jumped to third or something. Man, the car, this car is really good. Up to towards to the end of the race, um, Palu was really fast on his own. And I said, okay, I cannot have the same speed on my own. Uh, and I knew it was 25 laps to go. I said, okay, now it's between him and I. I knew Pato was behind, but I was like, as long as I keep the, playing the games. And we're playing chess. I passed him a couple of times before the finish line. I'm like, good. That's what I need. I need to make a proof that I can pass him before the finish line. I, I lost too many races before the finish line. And so that's a test run. You're testing him by passing Absolutely. him two Absolutely. or three times to make sure you've got it in you. Absolutely. So I was waiting for the right opportunity, and I saw the, the traffic. I'm like, that's it, baby. Now I'm going to take that traffic. It's going to be me on the front, and that's it, and that's what I did. Old guys are crying. I was crying running down the, the track with you, brother. You've been with us for these 20 years, and it's fantastic in our 21st year that we're standing up here on this crossway with the honorary fourth freak. Elio, thanks, bud. Yes, thank you. Going to resume some affiliates and get to Crash Gladys pit news and notes from the Lucas Oil Studios from Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Yes, it is a Memorial Day special coming to you from Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You just heard from your four-timer, Indianapolis 500 champion, Elio Castro Neves, here in the Freak Nation. Coming up. It's an IndyCar special, and may I add, 
Bobby Unser special. Make sure you're part of it, Freak Nation. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. When you're rolling on those old tires, get yourself some new General Tires. Go to GeneralTire.com. That's GeneralTire.com. I don't care if you got yourself an F-250, an SUV, a sedan, about a sports car. General Tire's got them. You go check them out at GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Well, this weekend has clearly been dominated by an amazing Indy 500, and you just heard from now four-time winner Elio Castroneves at the top of the show. But, yes, other racing does happen en masse on Memorial Day weekend, such as NASCAR's Coca-Cola 600 going on right now. But let's kick off with the Trans Am Classic at Lime Rock, where pole sitter Ernie Francis Jr. suffered from mechanical issues, and hometown boy Chris Dyson vaulted to the lead to take every lap and his second win on the season. Then it was the Show Me 100 at Lucas Oil Speedway in Missouri, the 100-lap, 30,000-to-win mega event that was dominated late by Hudson O'Neill, who snagged the lead with 27 to go and just crushed the field from there. Extreme E was in Dakar, Senegal, and Rosberg X racing teammates Johan Christofferson and Molly Taylor put on a clinic with the competition, on to being crowned winners of the Ocean X Prix. And it was an extremely emotional Italian Grand Prix for MotoGP, Fabio Quartararo with the dominating win, but all thoughts were with Moto3 racer Jason Duspasquier, who died from injuries sustained in a horrible crash in qualifying on Saturday. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. I'll say it again. Do yourself, your family, your friends a favor. Go to GeneralTire.com and check out their line of tires for everything that's in your garage with four wheels. It's GeneralTire.com. It being Memorial Day weekend, Indy 500 wrapped up. Elio Castro-Nevis, who you heard at the top of the show. We'll replay that thing coming up in the second hour. Also, interviews with Brian Herta, Jimmy Johnson, and a very special Bobby Unser tribute coming up here in the Freak Nation. Make make sure you're part of this big old thing. You miss any of the show, go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. Some fantastic interviews from the past couple of months. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, it's Kenny Sargent and Crash Gladys with Speed Freaks, and we know vehicles, they can be expensive. So without proper maintenance, any vehicle could break down, causing the need for expensive repairs. That's why you need Lucas Oil. Lucas Oil produces the toughest and highest quality lubricants and additives on the market. Lucas products are tested on the track and the street to provide unmatched protection against the most punishing conditions. Hey, no matter what you do, no matter what you drive, Lucas Oil has the product for your mechanical needs. So keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Tasha, did you know Geico could save you hundreds on car insurance and a whole lot more? So what are you waiting for? Hip-hop group tag team to help you plan dessert? Ah, uh, French vanilla, rocky road, chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough. Scoop that is, scoop that is, scoop that is, scoop that is, scoop shakalaka, 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 scoop shakalaka, 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 Geico, switch today and see all the ways you could save. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. 
It's called a tune-up in a bottle for good reason. One little bottle added to every tank of fuel is like a team of mechanics going to work. Lucas Fuel Treatment cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. It increases power and fuel economy and burns excess exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is the best and simplest way to get your vehicle to perform at its peak. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. What up? It's Kenny Sargent, and have you checked out Speed Freaks website lately? It's speedfreaks.tv, and it's where you go to download all of our radio shows and our featured podcasts. Plus, it's where you can register for a new set of rubbers from General Tire. Go to speedfreaks.tv, hit the General Tire giveaway banner, fill in all the needed information, and bam! You might get a call from the Freaks about rolling on a brand new set of General Tires. Leave the road and take the trails on a new set of General Tires. And our website at speedfreaks.tv. Today, time is more valuable than ever, and we We all want our vehicles to look their best. To save time and have a great-looking ride, use Lucas Slickmas Speed Wax. Great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slickmas simply mists on, then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy, working on wet or dry surfaces. You can also use Slickmas Interior Detail or Slickmas Tire and Trim Shine for that complete detail look. Lucas Oil. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You're back with a July 4th edition of Speed Freaks from the Lucas Oil Studios. Coming up later this hour, a salute to what is all red, white, and blue with the Unser family as we celebrate the life of Bobby Unser, who passed away this year with a freaking flashback interview with Uncle Bobby. But first, Macy Gray, R&B, soul singer, songwriter, musician, record producer, actress. She joins us now in the Freak Nation, and she's probably best known from her hit single, I Try, from her multi-platinum debut on How Life Is, But she recently made news in regards to an op-ed that she wrote for the Washington Post. And it being a big old hearty red, white, and blue edition of Speed Freaks tonight, why not? It's Macy Gray now in the Speed Freaks pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Macy Gray joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Macy, we've been doing this thing called Speed Freaks for 21 years and some offshoots of Speed Freaks. And we started out as a motorsports show and then brought in a lot of musicians and we'll bring in actors and people tried to pigeonhole us from the beginning like you're a motorsport hold on you're a music sh- what the hell are you and it might be similar to what you what you have faked hold on what do you guys yeah it's our cats I oh. <laughs> <laughs> where is, is it <laughs> is that sam in the room He's not in my room. What is he? We're married, by the way. Wait, we're, we're, yeah, where, where the hell is he? We're, we're married to him. <laughs> but we're in different rooms right now. That is greatness. Yeah, I hear Holy it, Holy smokes. Okay, we'll start over here. Okay. And, and Macy, people have tried to pigeonhole us before where you're a motorsports show. No, you're a music show. No, you have actors on the show. No, you're, you're talking about hard issues that aren't motorsports. I've enjoyed the fact that we busted out of these margins and and not really fit the mold. Similar to what I see you from the beginning of your career to where you are now, when people try and put Macy Gray in the margins, 
Does that strengthen your backbone even more to try and bust out of those margins and just be Macy Gray? Yeah, honestly, it's, it's not everything I try to do. Just like you guys, you just are, are curious about other things besides motorsports. You know, we're all unique people, and I, and I think it's just a matter of doing you. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's it's cool to that people notice that 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 I do that. Yeah. Because if you look at the things that you've involved yourself with, I don't care if it's uh, charity poker, <laughs> to <laughs> movies, to TV, to uh, yeah. Grammy nominations, Grammy wins, and now coming out in regards to about, I think we should change the flag. It, it you Trying to put your thumb on Macy and what you've done over the last 20 years, you'd be foolish to try and zero in on who the real Macy Gray is. I'm actually pretty boring, but um, I do have, you know, I do have ideas and and I make music, you know. I got three kids. My life is boring, you guys. You have no idea. I'm in a hotel. How exciting is that? <laughs> three kids is not boring, though. So, okay, how would your kids best describe you, Macy Gray? All of them. Um, all I did is get out of my room. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I need gas money That's the latest. Where did you hide money? I need to go buy some shoes. That's all I get out of I had a little argument with my son yesterday and he blocked me. So that's my life. Dude! I know! Who blocks their mom? My son. <laughs> now yeah, you can. He turned 25 and he's on this man thing, you know. Like, you know, if anybody challenges him, challenges him now, he's a man. I'm a man now. I don't know. You can't you can't talk to me like that. You have to find a better way to say things, Mom. That's what I've been getting lately. I know, but it's pretty hard. What am I going to do? Give him a spank and it's like, okay. I'm going to leave him alone. <laughs> wow. You say, honey, I have a fine way of saying things. I write songs. I sing songs. <laughs> I, I know how to write. I know how to talk. I know how to sing. Exactly. But, you know. That's, that's, no, it's not, uh, three kids is not boring, but at the same time, shoot me, because what was I thinking? (laughs) Macy Gray, has the political movement, at the the op-ed piece that you put out about reimagining the flag, uh, has that cost you anything in terms of appearances or maybe movie roles or people have said, we don't want her involved in our project anymore? Uh, Not yet. And I hope it doesn't come to that because I all I did was make a suggestion. I just I, I have an idea and I and I and I presented it. Um, I wrote a, a, a an opinion piece. We actually had pitched it to fourteen people and they all turned it down. So I didn't even think it was a big deal by the time Market Watch picked up on it. And then it was at Market Watch for about a week before they. Uh, put it out because they wanted it to come on June the 19th or Juneteenth. So um, it's just, you know, something I feel and I wrote it down and, and that was it. You know, I haven't replaced or changed anything as of yet, but I, I just wanted to let everybody know that this is something I think needs to happen. You know, it's amazing. When I heard about the piece and read the piece, I reminded me of some things that I felt about the flag as it represents America, uh, instead of representing uh, the beauty of America, the beauty of America's people, 
in our national anthem, we represent a flag that survived a war uh, overnight, and it was still standing. That sort of defines a little bit of our personality, in my mind. Uh, so I kind of, I, I don't know if I agreed with you, but I certainly understood where you were coming from. Well, here's the thing. The flag has been uh, redesigned 26 times. And 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 I think the only war that this flag has been through is uh, Vietnam and the Iraqi war. Um, but the, the flag has historically changed with the times. And, and, and I believe that there was no, I haven't seen a bigger change in my lifetime than, than 2020. And, uh, people's uh, perspectives and ideas. And, and we, we all got a, a closer look at how things really work. And, and, um, and, and I just think that the flag as it is, t- to me, the flag changed on its own because it, it means different things to different people now. You know, like, I, like when, when they took it to the Capitol and, and threatened to hang the vice president while they held the flag. And I, I know there was a video of a man beating another man with the flag and, and they kind of use it as their symbol of, of hate. And, uh, it's, it's been weaponized. It was used as a weapon. And I, I just think that the, the flag is precious to me too, just like you. Um, but I think it should mean, it should stand for everybody. It should stand for the same thing for everybody. It shouldn't be confusing or ambiguous to what it means now. You know, sometimes, uh, I'm on the freeway and I see a trucker and he has those flags, you know, attached. And I think, oh, he might be, you know, uh, you know, some crazy person or, or, or like, you know, it, it just has the, the purity of, of the flag has to me has gone away. So, How did your kids react? You said your son said you got to talk to me like a man now. <laughs> How did your kids react when? They heard about it, or have you kept that away from them? Have they been out of the discussion? Well, that's the thing. Our next, our next generation coming up, I don't think is going to have these problems because they, they kind of were just critiquing how that, how it looked. You know, they thought, well, you should have made it more of this, or you know, they just had ideas. Like, that's what I thought when I did this. I thought it was going to be this big art project. Like my fear was that somebody would come up with a better flag than mine. You know, I didn't think. Um, I didn't think through like the pushback and, and uh, uh, in fact, I, I kind of assume that it's going to happen because, because Biden already announced he thinks DC should be the next state. And so that might not happen tomorrow or the next day, but we know it's on the table. It's probably going to happen. And, and um, I, I just, I think it's going to change anyway. So I, I just threw it out there, you know, but I, I do think um, since January 6th, I, I think that the flag should be addressed or, or there should be some kind of law where you can't use it. Like if you use it uh, in an act of violence, then there's an extra charge. Or there you, you go. To, yep. Or, you know, you shouldn't be allowed to burn the flag. I just think of it, if it's precious, then treat it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I think it should be a positive symbol for all of us, not just some people. And that's where I go immediately in my mind. I was in college during the Iraq war and I remember people protesting on my campus and they were, they were throwing flags in a bonfire. And I'm thinking, you know, that's, 
that's just as bad as January 6th. It's like we do need a better definition of what this is supposed to mean because veterans have a different idea than Joe Blow on the street. There's there's not a unification of the the full belief and the full faith in that piece of cloth. And I, I don't mean to degradate it by saying it's just a piece of cloth, but it is. It's supposed to mean something very serious for all of us, but it's that serious is different for everyone. So, yeah, don't we just need a redefinition? Yeah. I, I think, like I said, I just think it needs to be addressed. I, I don't yeah. think that was okay, and, and no one said anything. I mean, it was it was all about getting elected. Uh, and, and, but but I, I think that needs to be addressed. I don't think that's just going to go away. Yeah. Does negative blowback bother you as much as you thought it would or not as much as you thought it would? Because we've seen such a, a an opinion differing context in this country for four, six, eight years now. It's been a very divisive country. So did you yeah. know, you knew, you probably knew you were going to get some hatred or, or bad tweets or whatever in response to this, but is it bigger or less than what you expected? I honestly, well, it's, I, I you know, people said to me, people are going to trip out, you know, but um, I didn't think it like what it would be. Like the comments, the comments that they're making, I wasn't suspected that. Like Ted Cruz, something like, said something like, there are 194 countries, go live in one that you like, which was just shows what an idiot he is. That doesn't even <laughs> I'd never said I didn't like my country. But well, that uh, sounds exactly like the Vietnam War protest. It was the exact same thing, wasn't it? People yeah. saying, you don't like this country, go live somewhere else. It's like, history repeats itself. But I never said I didn't like my country. I, right, exactly, I exactly. I, just, I don't think it's un patriotic to present the idea of of redoing the flag i don't i get that 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 people have grown up with that like that's the only flag i know in my lifetime but but i also think you have to accept the fact that things change and this flag will probably change before we all get that much older as we did with colin kaepernick taking a knee was that back in 2016 right and there was so much divisiveness at that time the bottom line is it started the conversation. So you saying, hey, let's look at this flag and see if there's maybe something we can do. It's starting a conversation, and it's a conversation that is needed. Regardless of an actual visual change to the flag happens or not, the entire right. conversation has to go on right now, and we have to get through this together in a better way. Yeah, I think if it's going to represent our country, then then I think it's important. I mean, it's not going to fix our problems but but I think um, if you have, I I just think everything helps. I think if there's a flag that that everybody understands and we understand that's important and that represents all of us. It doesn't fix racism, but it helps a little bit. It's just like when you go to a festival and people come from all kind of different political parties and religions, but when Jay Z hits the stage, everybody is together, you know, and it didn't fix anything, but it helps. You know what I mean? Nice. Like one show, it helps. It doesn't save the world, but it helps people uh, get a different understanding of things, which, which, you know, is a drop in the bucket of bringing us all together. You know what I mean? Which is, which is what we all claim called the United States of America. So I just think that that's what we should be working. Macy, you're a brilliant musician a songwriter and uh, actress. Uh, will any of this feeling, any of this emotion 
appear in your future music or your artistic endeavor? There, I, I do. Uh, we have been working on a new album, and there's there's a couple songs where that aren't love songs, you know. But me personally, <laughs> I don't I don't go to music for my politics. Like, I, I won't say the name, but I went to someone's show and they got up and started talking about politics, and I, I went to get a drink. I went straight to the bar because you know, you go to. Uh, I I think that's what entertainment does. You know, you give everybody a break from all that. Like, you know, when you want politics, you turn on the news, you know? And then when you want to be entertained, I think entertainers all used to be entertainment. Yeah. yeah. That's what we do. And as a citizen, you're allowed to have feelings and emotions yeah. and express something. <laughs> and if you're not doing it on stage, uh, you're doing what everybody else does, stating your opinion. And when you get on stage, then you rock the house. That's what, that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm trying to tell everybody. Good Lord. <laughs> Macy Gray joining us here in the Freak Nation. I thought I might chime in with something here. Are you familiar with the NASCAR driver by the name of Bubba Wallace, by any chance? Yes. So, so hot. So cute. Yeah. <laughs> he is hot. I, I, look, I'm a man. I think he's a hot dude, man. I know. <laughs> look, he's teamed up with Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin. He's got a great... A great team arounding, but over the last year and a half, the changes in NASCAR, Macy, have been incredible. I've had a black man as part of our show for 21 years, and he has schooled me, not necessarily by his words, but by his actions and maybe his pointing, like, watch, this is about to happen, whether we're in the pits or something. The changes that have happened over the last year and a half for minorities in NASCAR, and then just today, you see the NFL tweeting out, we are gay. We are lesbian. We are transgender. The evolution of inclusiveness has been incredible for two machismo-type sports, NASCAR and football, which right. tells me something's working here, Macy. Damn it, something's working, right? Yeah, because every little bit every little bit counts. You know? and, and I think, like, like she mentioned, Colin Kaepernick, and, and uh, at the time, everybody threw tomatoes at him, but... Um, it turned out that he he had a point that that needed to be looked at. You know? So um, I, I just think all of us count. I think all of us matter. People that disagree with me, I'm fine with that. Um, but but I, I think that the the end goal is is just to be united and stop fighting over the same thing. Like who wants to hear the word racism again? Right. Nobody wants to talk about Democrats and Republicans for the rest of their life. You know, I, I just want to move towards getting, uh, getting away from all the division that that has kind of already been set up in our country before we even got here. You know what I mean? Macy, it's been yeah. our pleasure to spend about twenty minutes with you. We wish you the best for twenty twenty one. We'll hear all that new music, and people will wake the freak up about inclusiveness. How about that? Yes. Thank you so much. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. It's the Stan Man, let's get it. Oh, no. 
an opinion piece this week said motorsports was at a crossroads and the future might be at risk. The piece looked at electrification in the auto industry and what impact that might have on car racing. It also looked at where the fans go after a year on the couch and how do we get fans back in the stands after they've seen the screen. Finally, the piece looked at fan regeneration. How do you get millennials and Gen Xers interested when they think in terms of 200 characters in a racing world that's 200,000 characters long? Funny, but the freaks have been raising these issues for most of our 20 years. Automakers want to sell cars crowding their showrooms, not win races. The fans want an experience they aren't getting at the track, and we've argued time and again that young people just don't buy the industry format. Glad someone's listening. The issue now, how do you get the racing industry out of its silo and into the real world? Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Ron Barr here. Now that people are getting out and exercising more, I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor helps those exercise-related pains and general muscle aches and pains. Now, if you're going to be working in the garden, you're going to be using your hands a lot. And if your hands hurt, listen to what Julia Brown had to say about using Relief Factor. I had pain in my hands that kept me from work and doing projects around the home. I heard about Relief Factor on the radio and began taking it. And it left me with pain-free hands again. I was able to do the things around the house that I enjoy doing. I'm so glad I found Relief Factor. 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Be sure to check out Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. So a friend told me about Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and his exact words were, it changed my life. I used to spend a ridiculous amount of time trying to remove tomato sauce from inside our microwave and soap scum off the bathtub. It's like seriously magic and my secret weapon for cleaning the kitchen, bathroom, doors and walls and even keeping my sneakers clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, greatest invention ever. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, the unicorn of cleaning. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. The double It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, this is Marsha Hawkins of Elevating with Marsha. Join me this week on my podcast where we talk about podcasting. We're going to talk about the history, the popularity, and how podcasting might help you and your business. Join me this week on Elevating with Marsha on Sports Byline USA Radio Network. 
and also XM203, Sirius 217, and on the app at 967 Sports Byline, USA Radio Network. Happy Fourth of July weekend, Freak Nation, from Statman, Crash Gladys, and yours truly, Kenny Sargent. Hope things have been popping. Now, back to more Speed Freaks. Again, 20-plus years of doing Speed Freaks from the Lucas Oil Studios. Coming up, 16 good freaking minutes with the legend Bobby Unser and what he's meant to not just the Unser family out of New Mexico, but what he's meant to Indianapolis, the month of May, multi-time Indy 500 champion. He'll be joining us Coming up in about 15 minutes as we wrap up the show. You forgot Emmy award-winning sports broadcaster. You also forgot multi-time Pikes Peak Hill Climb winner. Yeah, the Unser name and Bobby Unser in particular, huge. Crasher, I want to go back to the interview with Tony Breininger, a young woman making a whole lot of noise in the Arca series running on those general tires. Uh, An Arab-American female driver in a sport that hasn't been too friendly to not just certain genders, but to people of color. It's not lost on us, Statman, what she's done at such a young age. She's done an awful lot, and she conti- she understands. And that's one thing that we got from her, at least I got from her when we were talking to her. She understands her place. She understands she's not a Lynn St. James or a Janet Guthrie, but she understands the place that she holds and the importance of her doing well and the audience responding to her. That's the most important thing. Uh, she she gets it, and that's that's impo- that's incredible. Yeah, I liked how she talked about her dad just saying, "We're not here to make friends. We are here to race. We have a job to do. Let's focus on that." And that's that's kind of important. I mean, Tony, obviously, you could tell by her personality that she is one who makes friends quite easily. But at the same time, she knows that she's out there for a purpose as well. And I, I really love that. Her mom was a refugee in wartime Lebanon. I mean, let that sink in for a moment. So, yeah, she's carrying around a lot of history herself and inspiring people thanks to social media. I love it. The whole story is fantastic. Can I lighten it up again? Dang it. Yes. Again, if we can just find that bronzer for my face. And then Kenny wants to get makeup out of her for his TV gigs. Whatever, dude. Tell I roll. (laughs) Uh, The month of May stands on the shoulders of several drivers, including our next guest, Bobby Unser. He passed away. Wow. The significance of him passing away before the Indy 500. Two weeks ago tonight. Exactly. 16 good minutes of Bobby Unser. That's next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed, so there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. 
Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. It's a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring 11 highly competitive racing series. This year's live coverage on MAV-TV features the Arca Menard Series, midget car action provided by the Power Eye National Midget League, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, and the Pro Pulling League. There's even the Moto America Series, Midwest Drag Racing Series, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, Hoosier Arena Cross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl National. It's MAV-TV's most robust live coverage schedule in network history. So come join us at MAV-TV, the only television network in the U.S. dedicated exclusively to motorsports. For more information on MAV-TV and MAV-TV Plus, go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. It's called a tune-up in a bottle for good reason. One little bottle added to every tank of fuel is like a team of mechanics going to work. Lucas Fuel Treatment cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. It increases power and fuel economy and burns excess exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is the best and simplest way to get your vehicle to perform at its peak. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Happy Fourth of July weekend, Freak Nation. Now, back to more Speed Freaks. Welcome back to the Freaks, the Freak Nation on a Sunday night. And this is the moment we've been teasing the Unser family, huge at Indianapolis, Indy in the month of May. Bobby Unser lost his life two weeks ago this very night. But he was always, I mean, it was a thing for him, always the first guy at the track driving across the country to his homeland of Indianapolis. He's won the Indianapolis not one, not two, but three times. And one of the most famous names ever in racing and one of the most famous drivers ever. Bobby Unser joining the Freaks and Bobby, I understand that you were the first in the motorhome lot there at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You got to be pretty damn proud yeah. of that. Uh, I've never done it before. You know? <laughs> but we came back for other reasons back to Indianapolis. And uh, so, you know, if I'm going to have the motorhome here, I might as well bring it here when I get here, you know. So, did you drive that motorhome all the way from New Mexico? Yes, we did. Absolutely. Lisa and I did all the way back. Well, I did the driving. She does the navigating. Okay, so a dude that's won the Indianapolis 500 three times, do you find yourself trying to cook in that 
in, do you find yourself trying to cook in that RV at you know, 100, 105, 110 miles an hour? No, we don't do that. No, no, we stop and park it and then we eat. And the Lisa cooked me, uh, she cooked me treats along the way, which I call snacks, you know? Yeah. And, and so she does that so we don't have to stop. We have enough fuel where we can go almost all the way. We only stop one time for fuel coming back, see? Do you ever wish, Bobby, that you had a crew with you when you would stop with your RV so you could get in and out of the gas station in maybe 15, 20 seconds? You know, to be honest with you, I'm glad I don't, because this way Lisa takes care of it. She goes in and pays the bill. We don't have a credit card for those stops. We go into the truck stops, and they have special credit cards. We don't have that, so she goes inside, gives them our credit card. They make the thing work. I put it in the tank and start squeezing it. Then we put one into the other side, so we we take in about, I don't know, 150, 200 gallons both sides all at one time. I'm sensing another book needs to be written by you, Bobby Unser, The Adventures of the Unsers. You guys, kind of like the movie Vacation, you guys on the road in your motorhome. I know. It seems like that sometimes, doesn't it? <laughs> we have a nice motorhome. You know, ironically, it's weird, but we only use it once a year. Isn't that awful? Wow. It's a it's it's a very big motor home, five forty five feet long, costs a lot of money. And we just don't use it, you know? In other words, places where we go we need to go by air. We have a couple of airplanes and we usually use those to get places in a hurry. But as we're back here for a month or maybe a little bit longer, we need the motor home. Now, Bobby Unser, what do you and Lisa and some of the other drivers, some of the other legends, what do you, you guys all have your motorhomes parked in the big lot at Indianapolis Motor Speedway? I know you guys have get-togethers. What are some of the things that go on that the fans might not be aware of that are fun? You know, you wouldn't believe it, but it's like uh, being in Deadville. We hardly talk to anybody else. Everybody's in their own motorhome. They all have different schedules that they operate with. Most of the guys that are in here are drivers in the motorhomes. And then there's a few people like myself. And then, like, Roger Pinsky is in here. He's not a driver, but he bangs sure owns a lot of race cars. So it's, it's all a group of people, and they don't socialize like you would think. You say hello to your friends occasionally. You see them occasionally when you go by. But everybody's got a different schedule. So their little motorhome is like their little apartment or their house. Something like that, see? You know, I've seen some of you guys, though, at the old Speedway Hotel, just having a couple cocktails, having fun. There are some times when you get together, right? Oh, yeah, lots of times like that. That's a different thing. We're talking about when you're in here with a motorhome, you're not in here for a social. Ah. You're here. You're here to, yeah, you get up in the morning, get your rear end out, and go to something else. (laughs) And that's what all the drivers, they're, they're down there with their cars, or hopefully they are seeing what they're doing, seeing what's going on. You know, if they didn't show a little interest in their team, yeah, they'd get fired and they'd find a new driver. So that just doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Bobby Unser, three-time Indy 500 champion, joining Speed Freaks. And, Bobby, of all the old-time drivers that, of course, have parked there in the lot or guys that you wish did, who would be the drunkest? Who would stumble out of their RV if there was ever a chance for them to get drunk in the RV? I don't know. You know, again, 
I don't ever see any of the guys that own RVs. I never go in their RVs. <laughs> you know, they uh, if you say hello to them or see them, they're in the, everybody's got a, a golf cart. So you see them going by in something like that. And maybe some of them have their wives with them. Maybe some of them got their girlfriends. Who knows, you know? And so motorhomes usually just get left alone that way. Oh. I'm just going to say. It's, it's weird. It's a weird thing that I'm telling you. It's hard for you to believe because everybody thinks, well, we're having a big party here. But, boy, I'll guarantee you it's a long ways from that. <laughs> All right, then let's go. Let's pretend like we're at a bar. You or Parnelli? There you go. There, now. Yeah, now we go. You or Parnelli Jones? Who's going to have the most fun? Well, I don't know. You know, we're not spring chickens anymore, so neither one of us drink very much. Parnelli probably drinks less than I do, so you know, to be honest with you, I don't even see him in a bar anymore. I see him around racetracks, ATVs. We used to snowmobile a lot together, things like that, but. He does. He's never been a drinker, you know. Hmm. I drink more than he does, and I, I don't know. I've probably only been drunk five times in my entire life. <laughs> wow, impressive! Well, that's pretty good. That's pretty good for me. I'll guarantee you. <laughs> Bobby Hunter, three-time Indy 500 winner, joining Speed Freaks. When did you realize that driving a race car at Indianapolis Motor Speedway has just gotten too fast, or you just haven't been able? You you weren't able to keep up with that car. At what age? No, oh, there was never such a case. There, there wouldn't be that case now. It's just my body isn't as good as it used to be. My head's still there, but my body isn't as good as it used to be. But the cars never got too fast for a race driver. That's what the idea of this whole business is, is to see who can go the fastest, however you have to get there, or whatever it takes to do it. It's going to be the car. A lot of good drivers here, incidentally. Lots of good drivers. The problem is that not all the cars are absolutely equal. Not all the mechanics are equal. And what it comes down to is teamwork. Who makes the best team between the driver and the mechanics, the car owner, that stuff. That's what makes the difference, usually. Bobby Unser, we hear a lot of veterans, some other forms of sport, basketball, football, baseball, talking about the changes in their sport nowadays. What changes do you see in motor racing that kind of disappoint you that you would like to see go back to the way they were when you were racing you hit the nail on the head now and and of course there's there's uh, there's a number of things i don't like now there's too much the cars being spec cars meaning that meaning the cars are literally all the same no matter what the paint jobs look like the cars are virtually the same they're made by the same people they're they're built by the same people uh Everything is the same on the cars, except the paint jobs. Then you've got two engines. Now you've got a Honda and a Chevrolet. That's the only difference. And they both run so close together, you wouldn't believe it. Especially when you figure that some of the drivers are really good drivers. If you get two good drivers running one in a Ford, or excuse me, one in a, in a Chevy and one in a Honda, and they're running right together, yeah, they'll be running about the same speed. So then your pit stops become important. We are back to the team thing that we talked about. But the things that are not so good right now is aerodynamics. The cars are nothing but a big wing. Underneath, they're aerodynamically sucking the car to the ground. You can look at them on the, on the television set, and you can see that they're nothing but wings front and back, sides, everything with a wing on them. Now, 
If I was a guy running this outfit, I'd get rid of probably at least 90% of that, maybe a lot more. And then I think the fans would like it a lot better. The cars, I wouldn't have spec cars at all. There wouldn't be anything called a spec car anymore. And this isn't all the racing. It just goes that way because it's cheaper to make these cars if you make, say, 50 at a time than it is to make one at a time. In other words, per, per unit, you know. And and so there's lots of things like that that I think are bad. The mechanics don't touch an engine anymore. The mechanics never pull a spark plug, never look at a spark plug if it's pulled by somebody else, meaning the factory. They don't even know what they look like inside. The mechanics don't. <laughs> so it, what it's done is it's taken a lot away from the fans. Fans like to see a car different. They like to see a guy in California make one and a guy in Indiana, a guy in Ohio. They like to see different concepts. It's all possible. And, you know, they started this all off with the idea that it's going to be cheaper. That was the reason for it, and it made sense. Unfortunately, it went the other way. Now they're making all the pieces out of carbon fiber. Now, to the people that don't know what carbon fiber is that's listening to your show, it's, it's a material. It's like aluminum, but it's lighter than aluminum. Twice, here's the concept. Twice the strength of steel, half of the weight of aluminum. In general, that's what carbon fiber is. And, and it's and safer, the tugs, in other words, the frame that the driver sets in, it's way safer than it used to be. And I mean by tons. And, and the problem is, is that everybody's got the same car. So if your mechanic and your team is equal to mine or mine is equal to yours, Hey, and the drivers are all good, which they got to be pretty good to get here. Then they're going to run basically the same speed. And this isn't really the good way to go. They need to get it back where the driver really works hard. You know, I haven't seen a, seen a driver get blisters in any cars. Seen a driver get blisters in their hands almost since the days that Al and I were here during that era. And, and I think it's sad. I don't like it. I want the drivers to work harder. I'd like to take all the wings, practically get rid of everything. I'd take the underneath of the car, and I'd clean it up to where there'd be no more suction on the bottom of the race car under the racetrack, which we have way too much of it now. I'm telling you, the drivers, even though they're good, they're not working hard anymore. You don't even see a driver get out of the car sweating now. They need to make the drivers work harder. They need to make the mechanics do more work. All the, all the mechanics do anymore, guys, is change parts because they're not allowed to change anything. I mean, and you get fined and penalized if they catch you even using, using a different bolt or a different washer. Now, you asked me for the negatives, so I'm giving you some. <laughs> ask me some positives, I'll give you that too, you know. <laughs> Bobby Unser with the 100th anniversary of the Indy 500 coming up. Is there anything inside you that would like to be on that starting grid when those cars take the green flag? Oh, i tell you what, I'd, I'd like to do it so much you wouldn't believe it. In other words, that's where I was born, and this is where I was raised, you know, and if, if, I, could, if I could still drive and do it again, hey, give me a time machine. I'll show you a new little trick. 
I'll be in that race just like the other people will. My head knows what it's doing. Unfortunately, my body doesn't keep up sometimes. The guys that do these are do this are in good shape, incidentally. Yes. I mean, the guys that you see winning races, they're super athletes. I mean, really good. And, you know, they don't know any difference because this is the way the cars were built when they started driving them. You have to kind of go back to my era, my brother's area, Parnelli's era, those type of heirs to those people to see real race cars again and see drivers really work hard. And then you see how ah, the fans really would start growing again. Now, that's my concept. <laughs> Maybe everybody doesn't agree with it, see? Bobby Unser, you've won hundreds of races and championships. Is there one in all of your memory that stands out? What's the first one that comes to mind when somebody asks you what's your favorite win? Well, naturally, it has to be Indianapolis. Come on, this is the biggest single event in the world for single-day events, I'm sorry. And it's the largest race by far in the entire world. So if you win this thing, I mean, you've really done a big lick. In other words, you've really become famous. Everybody in the world knows you're good. You don't have to go around and tell people you're good anymore. They know it. And that's because it's the Indianapolis 500. That is number one and the largest of any sporting event of any kind. So we want to keep it that way. You know, and I'm proud of it. To think that I wouldn't like to go do it again, boy, that'd be wrong, you know. I'd love to do it again. Bobby Unser, one of the greatest drivers in the history of auto sports, joining Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Kenny, just real quick, 13-time champion at Pikes Peak. I mean, yeah. this guy has done off-road. He's done open wheel. He's done dirt cars. He's got a championship in dirt cars. It's, it's amazing the diversity of Bobby Unser's driving. Hey, could I just tell you guys a little deal on that? If we had the rules a little bit closer that I'm describing to you, then you'd see drivers going back and doing different circuits again. Hmm. Like, I'd like to see all these guys go run a major race, go run some sprint car races, go run a champ dirt cars, come and run Pikes Peak. Well, Pikes Peak's paved now, so no no contest <laughs> there anymore. So, but go to Pikes Peak the whole day. That was a hard deal to do, see? And, and we have good racing all around the country. It's just that technology sometimes just takes over. And when it takes over, you get a little bit of bad from it, and that's what I'm describing to you. Wow. Still good racing, though, I'll guarantee you. Man, I mean, we saw, we saw the road race the other, yesterday here, colder than heck. Can't imagine how Indy could get so cold in the summer, but it did. <laughs> And, but it was a good race, you know, and, and uh, very, very, very competitive. Drivers weren't cold because they were in the car working, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bobby, thanks for taking time out and joining us once again in the Lucas Oil Studios and the Speed Freaks Pits, buddy. Uh, it's nice being on with you guys, and you're welcome to call me anytime. Love talking to you. Thank you, Bobby. All right. You guys be good. And Statman, sorry, you got to follow that legend, Bobby Unser. Shoot the juice to the moose, and Statman. Cut it loose. Zip.